Hey guys, welcome to another episode of More Than a Podcast. It is your host, James, and as always, I am here to bring you guys more of the greatness. So we're going to jump right into it. You know, this is um, kind of crazy because everybody knows, you know, everybody who listens to the show knows that normally I have these episodes out on Saturday. And if I don't have it out on Saturday, then it will come through on a Sunday. But man, here we are Monday that I am recording this wonderful episode and it is for good reason and that reason being i have been playing video games and most notably i've been playing the recently released resident evil 4 remake now this game came out on the 24th and you know i i've said this on the show before and i'm gonna say it again I literally was not hyped or excited for this literally up until the point of it being available. Like I had no plans to get this game truly. And I mean, I don't know why I was thinking that because, you know, bottom line, I am a huge resident evil fan. Um, But I think for me, I was still kind of standing firm on the notion that, uh, you know, Capcom has been oversaturating the market with, you know, too many uh, Resident Evil 4 releases, you know, kind of the same way that I feel about um, Last of Us, you know, like, <clears throat> feel like, I feel like it's been everywhere, you know, everybody's played it, everybody knows about it, I mean, everybody but me, I've, I've never played Last of Us, but, <clears throat> you know, I've played plenty of uh, Resident Evil 4, and... Yeah, you know, like it, it, it was, it was almost, you know, like you just knew they were gonna remake this. Like once, once they got it down that, you know, they um had the capability to actually put out a good game as a remake, you know, because like what well, what their well their first offering what wasn't their first offering Village, no 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 not I'm I'm sorry not Village but Seven Biohazard. And then I think they came out with a remake uh, for two. I could be getting that wrong. And then I think it was three and then it was Village. And now here we are to uh, the remake for four. And people have been clamoring about it. They've been wanting this. They've been asking about it. And finally, you guys are getting what you want. And I'm happy for you. And I'm actually happy for myself because it is a great game. It's a really good game. I am not disappointed in the slightest um i have been pleasantly surprised uh in mo- in a multitude of ways and i want to talk about it i want to talk a little bit about my experience not so much um from the aspect of the plot i don't want to talk about the story i want to leave all that stuff up for um you know fans of the series or new players to the series to just kind of go in on your own and just get that, you know, get that feeling for yourself. I don't I don't really agree when, you know, uh, media outlets or whomever decides that they want to basically spoil everything for you. They want to just give you all the goods. It was so funny because um, when the when the uh, embargo had released 
for a lot of the major uh, video game media outlets, like they all wanted to talk about it. They all wanted to talk about it. You could just tell they were salivating. And, you know, I feel like they do it purposely because they want to be the first to spoil something, which I don't get. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why don't you just want people to just play games and be happy and just kind of enjoy it for themselves? But, you know, it's like and that and and to be quite honest, like I've been, you know, I've been leaving YouTube behind a little bit. I haven't been on YouTube as much. Um, you know, I don't do the Twitter thing anymore because I can't stand, you know, the media spoiling everything and i don't want to hear what people have to say in the regards to these you know pivotal uh you know plot points or moments in the game because i want to experience it all for myself and i think everybody has that right um that being said there is a whole lot that i really have been enjoying about my experience with the game like dude i'm telling you i started playing the game on friday and played it all Saturday, played it all Sunday, and I just could not put it down. Well, I don't want to say all Saturday and Sunday because then that that would have justifiably um, allowed me to beat the game, and I haven't beaten the game yet. Um, you know, I'm I'm definitely taking my time, um, but for what it's worth, I've just been having a great time. Now, the one thing that I want to talk about in regards to Resident Evil 4 remake is I want to talk about all of the great things that there are that I've been experiencing and I also want to talk about some of the things that I'm not too keen on and you know first thing we're going to talk about you know obviously in 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 the good of all this is just the fact that it exists um like I said earlier it <clears throat> for them to have come out with one of my favorite games in Resident Evil 2 Remake, like, that was just a tried and true test. Like, that was enough for me to say, you guys have the uncanny ability to go back and represent for fans who have invested their time in this from the beginning, and you're also giving something to people who are looking for you know, a change or a different experience, or for those who never had the experience before, you are giving them something brand new that they will for sure enjoy. And 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 once, you know, uh, the second remake came out, I was confident. I was like, dude, they can do anything. They can absolutely do anything, and I'm going to be behind them 110%, which is why, like, now with the uh, with uh, number four remake out, it's like I'm already asking myself, what is the next possibilities? I've been speaking with people online and talking and speculating what would be the best move for Capcom in the respect of their Resident Evil franchise. And, you know, it's 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 a lot of different directions they can go. And I think that is something that makes them happy to know that they have options. They have things that they can do. They can revisit Resident Evil one. They could, uh, you know, they could go to Code Veronica, they could, uh, you know, they could do so much. And I would absolutely be here for it just in the strength of what they have recently been releasing for us uh, with Resident Evil 4. Now, let's get into those good points of 
the game particularly that I, um, you know, have been experiencing, it's just been a lot of really awesome things, a lot of really awesome things. And I've just been really, really happy um, to just kind of, you know, just play it, You know, it's just been really, really awesome to just play it. Um, but the one thing that I really, really like is that one, it looks really good. And two, it feels familiar, but it also has enough change. Like going into four, um, remake, there was just, I don't know why, but it, it was like, there was a lot that I was like going through in the game and I swear it just felt so second nature and I couldn't believe it. I was like, yo, how, how is this possible? I mean, it was just, it was like, um, like a motor skill or something. And I just, I, you know, I, that gave me confidence to go into it and, then you know like the the subtleties the things that they changed on a very minuscule level which only i would know because well, or you know me plus gamers who've played played the games in the past we would only see those subtle changes and truly understand what's different what's not and it can only lend itself to a more positive experience i mean it was such a refreshing game but how could a game so familiar feels so brand new and I think that th that it was that divide right there that I was just really um feeling really happy about and it was just you know so far it's just been really cool and really easy to pick up while also uh being very refreshing to just kind of look and discover you know like I'd, I would have never thought you know, years after the original game, I could still discover something in the fourth title. But here we are. Um, what is, uh, um, you know, the, the other thing that I really like about this game is the guns. But I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, it's kind of funny because when I wrote this uh, script, <clears throat> you know, I originally wrote this with the understanding or the thought that all the guns felt good. No, all the guns don't feel good. I've I've played it long enough to realize that there are some guns and, and and maybe this is just another factor of why this is such a great game. Because I feel like there's a gun for everybody in this game. Now now crazy enough, this game is bonkers when it comes to the amount of um weaponry that you can take uh through your travels in this game and i'm not going to go over what's available and what you can unlock no just just know there there is a there is a large uh variety of guns and it's really crazy because the guns they they feel as responsive and as um just as good as you want them to feel. I think I think everybody's going to feel a certain way about any particular weapon. Like I have a particular uh pistol that I enjoy to to use. Um it has an extended magazine and I upgraded that thing to the to the you know to its highest limit. I I went ahead and I just upgraded the thing all the way. 
and I got a shotgun that I really enjoy, and I got some other guns that I really enjoy, and yeah, it's just, you know, I, I am basically carving out my experience the way that I want to, and I know, because I've had conversations with people, there are certain guns that they like that I wouldn't think twice about, but because it makes it a more unique experience for them, I'm all the more happier for it. So yeah, the gu- the guns feel great, and I think that for anybody that's interested in playing the game, you know, you you get into it and you just got to figure out how do you want to go about, you know, uh, defeating the bad guys, you know. And I'm pretty sure at some point or another, somebody's gonna have some kind of speed run on there where they're only using the knife and. That's going to be insane. It's just, it's always craziness when it comes to this completionist, but we'll see. But yeah, try out the guns because they're awesome. Um, let's see. The other thing I really liked that um, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was as evident as it is in this game, but in this game, you, so you have your major objective. You already know what you're going to go and do. And, you know, you go out there to do it. But they have all these side bonus. I don't want to call them missions, but just objectives. They have objectives that you can just kind of get done. And the objectives that, that you can get done are really for the bonus benefit of you coming out at the other end just a little bit more prepared for end game. So it's like you can you can totally ignore all the side stuff that's being requested of you or you can pay attention and like I said just kind of be rewarded for going off the beaten path. You know, and that and to me that that was something that was a little refreshing when I was playing because I was like, you know, there's one thing about following the path and just doing what the game expects you to do. But outside of that, because, you know, you, you could run yourself into fatigue, you know, it's like, OK, I'm just going, going, going. OK, now let me just give it a break because I've gone so far. But you don't really need to do that when you have these side objectives, because it's kind of like you just you have something that can just divert your attention for a moment. And then once you complete that task, you're, it's like, OK, back to the back to the major task at hand. So it, it's really cool in that way that it gives you um you know, optional things to do so that you don't, you know, run yourself into fatigue and, you know, kind of turn the game off earlier than you probably would want to. Um, one of the other things that I really, really enjoy, I actually enjoy this about Capcom just as a whole. I think Capcom is one of the better producers when it comes to bonus content and not just uh, costumes and stuff. I mean, the costumes are great. You know, they do it in their Street Fighter games. They do it in, you know, their Dead Rising games. They do it everywhere. Um, but what I really, really enjoy, me as a gamer, is I really enjoy their journeyman stuff. And what I mean is I like developer diaries. I like developer journeys. I like to see, um, you know, conceptual art. I like to see how games came to fruition from the ground up. Um and they have a lot of that. And and a lot of that is offered through, you know, uh, like they have this. This is crazy. So the game and if you've played the Resident Evil 2 remake and 
you know, seven and eight, you, you know that there are certain objectives and certain things that you can do within the game that will award you with uh, uh, points that are tiered in a system so that you can unlock these out-of-game bonuses. And those out-of-game bonuses usually include concept art, character models. Sometimes they will um, involve like maybe a weapon uh, in-game or something like that, and sometimes costumes and stuff. But um, that's that's one of those things that they've addressed here. And it, it like once I like once I realized that it was impl- it was an implementation in the game. It's kind of funny because it it legit made me. Um, because I, I was already feeling kind of salty because I'm okay. I'm from the time where I played Resident Evil 4 when it first came out. I remember playing the mercenaries mode. I remember, you know, uh, shooting for the best time, extending my, you know, extending my time out on the field by getting the big kills and all that stuff. Like I was kind of salty because I wanted that mode up front and ready. And I know they're probably going to take a minute to get that out there to the people even in village like i like village has a mercenary mode i don't think it's that good um i don't know why i don't i don't know what what's up with their execution on that level but they haven't really been kicking in on the mercenary modes as as well as i thought they would i mean they make pretty solid you know main main titles but those bonus titles they uh, don't quite they don't quite do it but again, going back into the fact that they give you a lot of stuff to look at, a lot of character models and all that stuff, that that's just like that's like the ultimate added bonus. Now, you guys have already been hearing me kind of grunt and groan here and there. And I do want to say that as much as I enjoy the Resident Evil remake, it's not perfect. It's not the perfect game. No game is. No no game is ever going to just be perfect. Now, we're all going to have our 10 out of 10s that we enjoy. But, I mean, you know, there are things that I have grown frustrated about when it comes to this Resident Evil 4 remake. And I want to let you guys know about it. So, first thing I want to let you guys know is that these enemies, I don't care if, they are, uh, if they're regular enemies, if they're sub-bosses, if they're major bosses. Every enemy in this game is cheap as hell. They are cheap and... It is absolutely frustrating when you are attempting to do your best at surviving and you become a victim not to the overwhelming odds, but to the cheapness of the opposition. Like there's been instances where I've lost my life because I was reloading and the reload animation is just so long and drawn out. And you know how, like, it's kind of funny because mechanically, you realize how, like, some games, like, okay, let's say you're reloading, but then an enemy will hit you. But then the gun's reloaded because mechanically it just makes sense to just have the gun reloaded because you press the button. But no, they want to take you through the whole, you know okay, you press this button to reload, so now we got to show your character going through all these motions. It's like, oh, my God. Like, really? You're going to get me killed over this? And it's just, it, it is highly frustrating. And I was um, telling someone today that um, one of the one of the cheapest 
moments in the game. Um, well, actually, there were two, and they both kind of were, they were both kind of similar because they both took took they both took place in a very confined space, and it involved a lot of people. And it was just like, dude, why are there so many people? Like, I don't have enough resources to take on everybody. And I guess, yeah, that's supposed to, you know, lend itself to the aspect of survival horror. I get it. But at some point, it's just a little too cheap. Especially when you can, when I consider, you know, myself, somebody seasoned in, in the respect of, you know, Resident Evil. I know how to survive supposedly but then i sit there and i get whooped on and and it's just like it's the worst it's the worst it's like it feels so degrading and almost disrespectful and i'm like yo i'm like i think i i, I don't want to say i raged no actually yes i did i raged i raged I, I was oh my god i was throwing f-bombs and all kinds of stuff i was super mad i was super mad i was i was upset because I just really just did I just did not want to die cheaply if if I am out of bullets and I have no more health and there's no way for me to escape then fine take my life but if I am actively in the moment of getting a gun you know reloaded because you're already a super sponge and now I gotta put the rest of this clip into your head it's like that's not very comforting and i'm not very happy so yeah that's the first order of business the enemies can be super freaking cheap so i'm just letting you know as a warning um with that said one of the other things that i i find highly upsetting is that the resources seem a little too scarce even for somebody like me who bought the bonus edition, I feel like for the bonus edition, they should have given me a duffel bag full of bullets because I can't seem to get through this game without being stuck for an answer on how to get rid of these people. You know, it's like I was doing this one level just yesterday and I literally went through the whole chapter with a knife. You would have thought I was doing one of those Dark Souls challenges or something, but I literally was desperate. I had nothing. I had nothing. You have to craft your bullets in this game, which is cool. I think it's awesome. I think it's it shows resourcefulness. But what happens when you don't have resources you can't even buy bullets that's the that's the worst part you can't buy resources or ammunition and so it's frustrating and i was huh, let me tell you it's been it's been challenging to say the least it's been challenging i've actually overcome this difficult area i am no longer upset i am back happy about the game i'm not gonna chuck the game at the wall i can't chuck the game at the wall because if i chuck the game i gotta chuck my steam deck and yeah that ain't happening but um yeah it's just it's <sighs> resources you gotta give them to me <laughs> or at least give me an option to like 
I don't know, like when I die again, just say, hey, we'll give you we'll give you 10 bullets for your favorite gun. Which one you want? Um, the other thing that's a a bit much and I know they made uh, kind of a I guess they were making some to do about how they improved it. But uh, what I'm talking about is the escort system. Listen. I am not a fan of escorting missions. I don't mind if you have me play a chapter where I am that character for a little while or whatever, but I don't like I don't like games where I have to have someone that I must protect while I am also trying to be on the offensive. It's it's just a lot. It's a lot because we're all on the offensive in a different manner like me I am guns blazing. I am out in the front. I'm going to try to headshot everything I can. And it makes me no sense when I'm aiming in the front and you are being kidnapped from the back. It just doesn't work, you know. And when I get into these uh, positions where you got people tossing bombs and all this other stuff and just a lot going on and you're not doing your job to stay alive, that's frustrating. Um, I, you know, I was telling myself, I don't think you were this sorry in the first game in the, in the original, uh, Resident Evil four. I don't think you were this bad. Like you are horrible right now. Like, and they, you know, and this, this, I will kind of spoil for you. Cause I, I really just want to give you guys the heads up, but, um, you know, Ashley, who you're going to rescue in the game, um, Listen, she gets hit twice and she's done. And it doesn't matter hit by what. If if uh, if she gets hit by a Molotov cocktail and she falls out and it says incapacitated or injured or I don't know what they read on the screen. I think it's incapacitated. If she gets hit a second time, it's, it's you're dead. It's game over. And I mean, again, think about it. She's over here laying on the floor, not trying to get herself up for nothing. And you're trying to fight everybody in front of you because they're the ones tossing the Molotov cocktails and all this other junk. But she's just back there dying. It's like it's just bad. And then you get into these instances where there's a distance between you and her. And you can't quite protect her, you know, in the range that would be comfortable and you got people coming at you from one area and people coming at her from another area. You're trying to protect yourself, but you're trying to protect her. And it's a lot going on. And somebody picks her up and they take her in some door and it's game over. It's like, I'm done. I don't like these escort missions. I wish that there was an option to either not go through them or go through them with a little bit more ease. I don't know. Maybe I'm just complaining a little bit. Or too much. You tell me. Um, let's see. The. Okay. So something else that I was having difficulty with. Um, so. The objectives. At times. Are not very clear. Um, and I, I think. What I mean most is like. The direction. In which I am to be. In one area you know, go from one area to another. It's not as clearly defined as it once was. Cause I, I seriously told myself, I said, I couldn't have possibly been this lost 
in Resident Evil 4 on GameCube. I couldn't have possibly. But right now, I'm literally in the same village after I've massacred everyone, so there is nothing to run from. There is nobody who's going to stop me from doing whatever I want to do, and I can't even get out the village because I don't know where to go. I feel like they should have done a better job with setting waypoints. I think it would have been a cool thing for their mapping system to uh, have you set custom waypoints that would give you kind of a direction so that you knew or know that you're going the right way. I think that would have been awesome if if they if on the map they let you set markers and stuff because one of the other uh, places that really was highly frustrating was the lake area. Um, you know, you get to a point where you got to go uh, to different places so you could pick up different items and you can kind of run yourself into a circle that you're not sure where you're standing at by the end of it. And I literally had to go on to YouTube, which I abhor doing in a new game but i was so lost i said i don't know where i am this is so weird and i don't want to be so frustrated with the game that i just turn it off and don't come back didn't want to do that so i had to go to youtube to find out where the heck was i and where was i going so they would have done themselves a, a bit of service to um you know make the objectives of of where you're attempting to go or where you need to be a little bit easier i would have been happy haven't beat the game yet so there's still time and hope um backtracking backtracking is not rewarding in the least um even though now and and i and when i say that it's almost a contradiction because you know i was talking about how awesome the side missions and stuff are but i'll be honest with you there's there's times in the game where the side missions just become a little you know a little too far fetched you're you're just a little too far like there was this one something i had to do and it ha it involved me collecting a lot of pieces and i'm like bro i i got the final piece but the whole puzzle thing is back there way back there i'm not going way back there i'm too close to what it is i'm like i'm i feel like i'm about to close a chapter or fight a boss right now and you guys are just now giving me this last piece to something and granted you know usually when you have an objective like that where it does seem a little bit of distances you know breaking you from you know, point A to point B, usually the reward is pretty great. But I, I didn't feel that way. I literally did not feel that way. And I started feeling that that way a little bit with uh, some of the side objectives like, uh, you know, shoot blue medallions. Okay, great. Um, not that they need to be evident, but it just didn't, you know, when, when, I, when I knew I was trying to do something else, it just didn't feel that important. But like I said earlier, for the person who is a completionist and who wants to flesh out their experience to basically just give themselves a more rounded experience overall, yeah, do all that stuff. It's perfect. It's great. But for me, when I got like, when you tell me like, go to the church, 
I'm going to the church. I'm not going back to the village where the puzzle is. And it's like, it's just, it, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. It was just a lot. Um, and that, and that's, that's probably, that's probably my only gripes as far as the game is concerned. Um, like I said, I still haven't beaten it yet. Um, I'm looking forward to finishing the game. I'm probably going to try to finish it tonight, but we'll see. Now, what should Capcom do next? Now, we already mentioned um, a few things, and I'm just going to go ahead and just give my two cents. So three things that I feel like Capcom or more directly the Resident Evil team, I, I would say there's three different directions I would be very happy for them to go. The first would be to revisit Resident Evil 1. Um, you know, we, we we already talked about how Resident Evil 4 was back on the GameCube. Well, so was the remake for Resident Evil 1. And even before that, we had the original on the PlayStation. That was like back in the 90s. Um, it would be really cool to have a current rendition of Resident Evil 1 back to horror back to zombies i love the zombie aspect i don't you know i i get narratively why they go in these other directions but you just give me good old-fashioned zombies and i'm all good um number two cole veronica i've already said it um i think i think code veronica is probably one of those games that is highly underrated and I don't think that enough people had the experience to enjoy that game the way that it needed to be enjoyed. Um, and I think this will be a great opportunity to have to have that game in more people's, uh, you know, accessibility and kind of flesh out, you know, uh, directions that people might not be too familiar with. I don't I just don't think enough people are really familiar with Code Veronica. So that would be my second. And my third, now this one's a bit tricky, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it. I was talking with a friend the other day, and I kind of sort of agree, but it's with a caveat. So I think their next step could be Resident Evil 9, but if they do a Resident Evil 9, I would want them to do it now Here's what I would want. I would want them to do it as like an origin story, which I know that sounds crazy. It's like, dude, how are you going to make a sequel to a series and make it an origin story? But I feel like if maybe they give us a game to flesh out one of the major characters from the series overall, that that would be really enjoyable. Like, I would love a game to play as Wesker. Just straight up play as Wesker. From the from the from the moment of his corruption to the levels of his manipulation and just ultimately to the uh the mansion incident. Even a little bit after that, you know, like just just let let me play as Wesker cuz Wesker's like one of my favorite characters. I think there is a lot to learn from a narrative perspective about what he's been up to, how much he's actually um, been responsible for a lot of things that have been going on 
through Umbrella within the Resident Evil universe. Like, he's just a great character. Now, a friend of mine said, if they did nine, he is absolutely looking for them to do nine with Jill Valentine. Now, I will have to, I will agree. I think Jill has had a hiatus that has been one of the longest. I mean, Jill hasn't been around for a long while. And I know that, you know, um, narratively, she's probably, you know, MIA or just not in capacity to, you know, be out in the field and doing what, you know, Chris has been doing and Leon's been doing. But it's high time. It is high time. Because I don't I personally don't think that Jill Valentine would just lay back and let the boys take care of everything. No, I, I'd love to see her come back and get a game that can exceed her coming out, you know, in uh, Resident Evil 3. Because Resident Evil 3 was a great game. The remake, not so much. But I think if they take a step to give her another outing and truly flesh her out in a way to make us care about her on the same level that we care about Leon and Chris and even Ethan at this point. I think more people care about Ethan than they care about Jill Valentine, but I could be wrong, but yeah, give me, give me another game uh, with Jill and I'd be on it. Uh, Who do you think they should feature if they do a, ninth resident evil who's your favorite character in the resident evil universe um have you played resident evil 4 remake did you play the original i would love to hear from you guys you guys can catch me all over social media um yeah i just love talking to you guys when you guys come through when you guys comment on the podcast and all that stuff it's just really good stuff to hear and i really enjoy all the conversations so i'm gonna get out of here because i got some games to play um short of playing some more resident evil i definitely gotta finish hogwarts legacy and i gotta um get back into my farming zone i was watching a couple of friends play a farming game on their twitch stream and it i was like man i kind of forgot about harvest stella so gotta get back into that but yeah i'm gonna go in game you guys have an awesome week sorry for the delay on the show but we will be back next saturday and uh yeah that's gonna be it for me so um you guys already know the drill do me that favor take care of yourselves and each other and i will see you guys next time bye guys (laughs) 